It's a big day. Your podcast is ready to launch. Now you just need a place to host it. That's where Buzzsprout comes into play. Buzzsprout has helped over 100,000 podcasters get their message out to the world, and they're ready to help you do the same. They make it easy to manage your show, get listed in major directories like Apple Podcasts, and provide you with advice and guidance in all of your podcasting endeavors. You can earn a $20 Amazon gift card by signing up and hosting your podcast through Buzzsprout today. Just click the link in the show notes of this episode to get started. Welcome to Pod Theory, a podcaster's podcast with me, Jason Sircone. Pod Theory is set to serve you your daily dose of top-tier podcasting tips, strategies, and commentary. Whether you're starting a fresh podcast or looking for ways to improve your existing show, my goal is to help you every step of the way. Let's get today's session started. Hello again, fellow podcaster, and welcome back to Pod Theory. I am your host, Jason Sircone, and today we're going to take a look at six ways to repurpose your podcast content. Now, as I mentioned back on episode 22 of Pod Theory, when I shared four tips for writing stellar show notes, one of the great things about podcasts is that it reaches people in multiple ways. But did you know that your one podcast episode can serve up to seven purposes? That's right, you can repurpose the content that built your latest podcast and use it across multiple channels on the internet. This is where reaching people in multiple ways comes into play. By repurposing your content, you open up new avenues to communicate with your audience, as well as attract new listeners to your show who find your content on alternative platforms. Today, we are going to take a look at six ways you can repurpose your podcast content, thus giving you seven methods of reaching people with your show. Number one, audio clips for social media. Once your podcast episode is live, you can make sound clips from your show to share across social media. You'll want to focus on the highlights of your show and cut your clips down to short, easy-to-listen-to files that can be shared on social media platforms with a quote from the show or a brief description of what the show is all about, who your guest was on the episode, as well as links to where people can find the entire episode. These clips will give people a sample of your show and steer them toward the entire recording. Number two, scripts, show notes, and quotes for social media. Memorable lines, valuable knowledge, and funny quips all make for engaging social media posts. Instead of having to come up with all new content to post on your networks, utilize content already generated from your podcast recording for sharing. Not only will this allow you to repurpose already produced content and let you work smarter, not harder, but it will also familiarize the reader with actual content from your show. If that draws them in, chances are very high they'll want to download your show to discover more. Number three, videos. You can use actual video shot from your recordings or you can repurpose your audio recordings into a video format for sharing. You can use a static image or a series of images to accompany the audio when you put that video together, but if you have a long-form podcast, it's best to not post the full video on YouTube, and I'm going to explain why in a minute. An alternative to transferring your audio file into video format is to shoot a brief video summarizing the high points of your podcast episode and encourage people to download and listen to the whole show. 
Or if your podcast features a how-to element, shoot a shorter version for YouTube in actual video format and optimize your show title and tags for keyword research. This leads me into number four, which is clips from your podcast being used for YouTube. Now, just a second ago, I mentioned that it's not good practice to post full-length episodes of your podcast on YouTube. Here's why. Your video's success on YouTube is predicated on retention. How long does a viewer watch your video? Let's say your video features your entire podcast and it's an hour long. If a person only listens to a minute of that, your retention numbers suffer and your video will not move up YouTube's algorithm. In most cases, people are not coming to YouTube for long-form videos. A better way to utilize audio in a video format on YouTube is to pull short clips from your podcast and optimize them with keywords in the title and the tags and the file name of the actual uploaded video. The visual that accompanies this audio can point people towards your full podcast and since your video is in short form and they discovered it because they were searching for information on that topic, the likelihood of them staying tuned in for the whole video increases, thus triggering the algorithm to present it to more people performing similar searches. This will help the growth of all of the videos on your channel and help your YouTube channel get discovered by more people. Number five, you can use your podcast scripts for blog posts. With some minor tweaks, the scripts that you put together for your podcast can be transcribed into blog posts. Not only does this help with search engine optimization, it gives your podcast another place to exist on the internet. With your blog posts, you can embed your podcast audio so people can listen before, during, or after they read your text. You can also include any videos in your posts too. Your blog post will serve as a hub that houses every element of your show in one destination in which you can point current and future listeners. Number six, webinars. If your podcast contains an educational or motivational element, the content used to build your episode can be repurposed for webinars and online trainings. This also works in reverse. You can record webinars or even live seminars and repurpose those as podcasts. If you take that approach, be sure your audio is up to snuff. I've encountered many podcasts that have taken a webinar and released it as a podcast episode. The content was good, but the audio quality was terrible. It's not worth compromising your existing content to get an episode out there where the quality isn't up to your usual standards. But the flip side of that, you can utilize the content you use to build your podcast, as I was saying before as well as any new information that was uncovered during the recording of your episode, and you can build it out in a webinar format that brings an additional layer of education to your audience. And there you have it. One podcast recording now serves seven purposes. As the man once said, work smarter, not harder. And that will put the finishing touches on another exciting installment of Pod Theory. If you're in the planning stages of your podcast or want to give your existing show a facelift, I put together a short, easy-to-use podcast primer that you can pick up for free right now. Just visit jasoncircone.com slash podcast primer for more details and to snag your free copy today. Good talk. I'll see you back here tomorrow. This has been Jason Sircone on Pod Theory. Thank you for listening to today's session of Pod Theory. If you like what you heard, 
Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share to spread the word and spread the love. Visit jasonsircone.com to connect with me and plug into additional resources that will help you step up your podcasting game. I'll see you back here next time for a new installment of Pod Theory.